Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With Danny, I'm Grant. This is the fan. Stretch run with you until 6.30 this evening on GND. So we told you Darius has been working hard behind the scenes. I'm so excited. Putting some production together. So Darius, a director of sorts, he has been graduating little by little from one project to the next. So he originally flexed his muscles just with an audio clip. He didn't yep. really add a whole lot to it. It was just an audio clip, and he uh, he got it for us, and he, he made it sing. He, he made it part of the show. Guys, 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 guys. That was his first movie as a director. Yep. And it, it got some acclaim at the, the Sundance Festival, and some people liked it. It was a yeah, short Christopher film. Nolan did Memento before he started flipping you know trucks over in the city streets and exploding a nuclear bomb in a field, right? It's just a short film. His next movie, though, he got a, a different company to back him. There was a different budget. You may remember that he, he even lured a star in that he had met at a party with a buddy, and he mm-hmm. got him to star in the movie. His next movie was a smashola. Well, you guys really want to go there, don't you? Guys, 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 so there you go, Ron Rivera, guys. guys. guys Very guys, popular guys. song here on the Everyone show loves that guys, has been guys, a big guys, part guys, of guys, guys. our program this football season. Guys, so Darius wasn't guys, done guys, there, guys. though, right? Well, really He's got a new guys, film guys, hitting guys, theaters guys, called guys, The Wentz Era. Guys, guys, guys. Or maybe it, it's uh, it's called Wednesday, since today is Wednesday <laughs> after all. It's called The Checkdown, and it just misses. Ladies and gentlemen, we present to you the latest Darius Dameron production. <laughs> Well, I think the biggest thing is he's he's more comfortable with what we're doing. Well, he's following McLaurin, and that's the direction that Wentz is looking. And there's Denzel Ward looking for the pick. He's got it. We finally uh, have ourselves a quarterback. He chips on Garrett. Wentz, deep shot. Underthrown ball, and it's another Carson Wentz interception. This time, it's Grant Delpit. Everybody keeps wanting to say, I didn't want anything to do with Carson. Well, bull- Wentz climbing the pocket, in traffic, wrapped up by Josh Sweat and Fletcher Cox. I 
guy that pulled out the sheets of paper, that looked at the analytics, that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis. Third down, here comes the pressure. Wentz over the middle, and it's intercepted again. We finally uh, have ourselves a quarterback. Wentz, quick pass, and it's intercepted. I mean, I really did think all this out. Orman Rush gets to Wentz again. We're very, very optimistic also on the season. Wentz, deep ball. Dotson in double coverage. Grant Delpit had his hands on it, and it's picked off for a second time today by Delpit. Everybody keeps wanting to say, I didn't want anything to do with Carson. Well, bull yeah, at this point, I don't know who's going to be the most unpopular guy in Washington right now. Is it going to be Wentz or it's going to be Ron Rivera for the decision? Initially, I thought maybe he hit off somebody's helmet because it was so errant. But that was just an airmail. We're going to have some uh, uh, big-time attendance shortly. Washington desperately needs a quick strike. Cleveland en route to playing spoiler in Week 17. Whoa. Not good. Incomplete. 240 left. The crowd lets him know. I guy that pulled out the sheets of paper, that looked at the analytics, that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis. Here comes Garrett. Here comes Garrett. There's Garrett right on cue with the sack. We finally uh, have ourselves a quarterback. Wentz, slant, popped into the air and incomplete. I just wanted to reiterate more so than anything else. He was wanted. The crowd lets him know. Well, I think the biggest thing is he's, he's more comfortable with what we're doing. Wentz under pressure. It is another sack. You know, John, I was, I was looking for the spark. From the 25-yard line, Wentz goes back at it. And it's intercepted in a crowd. We finally uh, have ourselves a quarterback. Wentz, and it's sack number eight for Philadelphia. Everybody keeps wanting to say, I didn't want anything to do with Carson. Well, bull Wentz is well protected. And that throw is intercepted. I guy that pulled out the sheets of paper, that looked at the analytics, that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis. Second down and eight. Wentz in the end zone, taken down, lost the football, rolls out of the back of the end zone, it's a safety. We can be eliminated. Finding out before a kickoff they control their own destiny because the Redskins lost earlier today to the Browns. Unfortunately that didn't work. <laughs> a nice little trip oh down God. memory lane, the Carson Wentz era. Oh, God. oh, oh. Shh, it's okay. Okay. I'm good. Oh, my God, Darius. I am in tears. There's some people that caught some shrapnel in that one. Yeah. But I want to remind Nobody looks everyone, good. Darius, really good guy. His job, to entertain. Right? Oh, that, that's the reminder there. Are you not entertained? Is this not why you were here? Poor Carson Wentz. <laughs> oh, the wolves are feasting. How about Jim Nance still dropping Redskins, by the way? Yeah. I just had to throw yeah. that in there because that's so incredible to me. He did. So I think he said that, and then he came, circled right back, and he said commanders in the most emphatic way possible. Did, did anyone else hear that? So he said that Redskins thing that you play, and then right after that, he, in the next sentence, says something, and he says, commanders. Commanders. Like, to let everyone know he remembers because some producer probably got in his ear and was like, you just said Redskins, commanders, man. Commanders, commanders, commanders. Well, he never has to call our game, so I guess he, he's just not he used to it. He's, yeah. on he's in no danger. Yeah, he just gets to call the Chiefs games all the time. 
<laughs> now, in fairness, CBS guy, they're only on CBS a few times a year, but yeah, you and Tony Romo key. aren't doing many Washington games. Oh, jeez, Jim, this one has no significance. <laughs> Man. Oh, now, who looked at the papers? Who looked at the freaking analytics? That's what I'm in that suite in Indianapolis. Do we have a, do we have confirmation on who looked at them? This is the part though that I never got about the Rivera press conference. Why are you sticking your neck out on the line like he did to be the Wentz guy? Our guy that pulled out the sheets of paper that looked at the yeah. analytics that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis. Like if if people are willing publicly even if they're wrong let's say everyone's dead wrong and they're saying that was dan or they're saying that was the marty party let them think that man yeah you don't have to correct that record why do you possibly want credit for that now yeah let that one slide i could see if carson wentz was on his way to being an all pro and he was having you know a first year here in washington the likes of like a patrick mahomes season or something and he was the biggest story in football because of the renaissance then maybe you take a little bit of credit. But that was – I just never got that. I never no, got neither. why he like, wanted to, to wear that one. Like, remember when when we found out somehow that it was like – maybe I'm getting, butchering this, so correct me if I'm wrong here. Wasn't it like a Doug Williams special that they signed Adrian Peterson? And, like, we, yes, we found I out that it was Doug specifically Williams his move. said in an interview, I think he said something like that was my call. Yeah, he called him or something. Yeah. Do that one. That's a good one. Let people know that the guy that off his couch that's running circles around everybody that you got on your roster already is coming in here. One of the great stories, left for dead, rush for a thousand yards. Tell people that. Maybe keep this one under wraps. Maybe this one was a group decision. Everybody keeps wanting to say, I didn't want anything to do with Carson. Well, bull- <laughs> that's just tough. Oh, this made me laugh so hard. I think we'll hear it again. Uh, yeah. At some point this week, I'm not. We it, might. It, 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 when when you when it starts and the Titanic music hits, it's just so powerful. You know, it's really good. Uh, let's squeeze in Bobby, who's been waiting. Bobby's in Warsaw on G and D. Wants to hop in. What's going on, buddy? How are you, Bobby? I'm doing fine. I hope y'all are doing the same. Uh, the first thing I'd like to say is that I've got a, uh, a story about King George football for you. Uh, but I don't know whether everybody on the air would enjoy that. But uh, sometime privately, maybe we could have a conversation about a, that story. Well, uh, hold on. I, now you've piqued my interest. You, in, you, you put the chum in the water, Bobby, it, it and that's a Hall a, of Famer you're talking to. It is officially now a story for one. So, like, what is the story? Give me the, the cliff notes. Give me the 10-second what is the story about. Well, first of all, I've talked to you all a lot. How yes. old do you think I am? Bobby, I think you're 89. No, he's well, doing a bit, Bobby. I, 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 I think you're 83. Okay, good guys. I'm 73, and I played on the – well, at least I was there on the first Rappahannock High School football team. At the first game they played, King George. We didn't know anything about football. We didn't have, you know, Little League football. We didn't have any football until yeah, nothing. we decided to have a football team. Wow. You still listen? Yeah, we yeah. are. I've got other comments about what's going on in D.C. But anyway. Uh, well, one day, so, so here's what we'll do. Hey. One one time I do want to hear that whole story. Though. I want to hear about KG back in the day. Ralph Bunch, I, the whole deal. Just um, so few four passes in that game, Bobby, I bet. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of running the rock. But what do you got on the commanders? Um, I 
talked to, I listened to a little bit of uh, JP and Brian uh, yesterday, and they were asking, well, what do you think about the game uh, coming up? And I said, well, if uh, Rivera goes to Heineken and says, I want you to quarterback this game, and I think whoever's going to get that is going to get murdered by the defense to start out with. I said, well, if I was Heineke, I would tell him, okay, I'll, I'll quarterback the game, but you've got to give me a new contract that is three years and no cut and a lot more money. Or I might get the flu Sunday or something. <laughs> but, Bobby, <laughs> that's a good line. I mean, there's 32 of these jobs on the planet. You know, you think Taylor Heineke, a gamer, isn't going to try to go play football? You know how rare it is to get to start one of these games? Heineke was they're, on a, they're all auditions, a couple man, years you know? ago. It's a gift to have an opportunity to go out there and to prove yourself. This guy's been wanting his whole life to play in the league, and now he's in a place where he gets to, and, and Rivera's going to come to him, and he's going to say, ah, they got a really good defense. We don't got a lot of guys that are missing. Game doesn't matter. I'm going to sit this one out, Coach. He's going to give him the fake cough? I, I don't see that. I, I think Heineke is one of those dudes that where do I need to show up? When do I need to show up? I'll be there. We're playing on the moon a week from today. I'll find a way. I, I'll get there. Elon, can you help me with a, a rocket ship? I'll do a little SpaceX flight. Yeah, exactly. I'll get up there. So, yeah, I, I don't think that was part of it. I, I do wonder what the relationship for Heineke is like with Rivera at this point. From that, that, by the way, is a question. Yeah, just because he didn't seem bothered, and credit to him, I guess. I don't know if he had a, a chance to be bothered or a choice. But all offseason long, Rivera was basically belittling him. With, and maybe that's excessive, but you get my point. Publicly, yes. right? We don't have a quarterback. We need a quarterback. We're going out to get a quarterback. We have to be better at quarterback. We don't have a starting quarterback. He did it this season. week. QB1 is still eludes us. Exactly. But, but I'm just talking about last offseason. And they go right. get Wentz and they replace him. And then when Heineke has it going, basically he gets the leash tightened. And in one of his best performances of the season, despite the couple turnovers in a, in a bad sequence there, he gets benched against the 49ers. He plays against the team with the best defense. Wentz gets to start against the team that has a terrible defense with the weather really good at FedEx Field at home. And you have to feel some kind of way about that if you're Heineke. And now, after two straight years legitimately of saving these seasons for Rivera, that could have gone sideways and been 2-15, and 15, everyone gets fired kind of years, Heineke, whatever we think of him, and, and you guys know I don't think he's much of a starter. He's a great backup. He's come in there and saved his bacon twice. And Rivera already is doing, though, we got to go find our quarterback thing. And so it's almost like, I don't know what, it, it probably is determined by what Heineke thinks of himself. If Heineke thinks he's a starter and he's being disrespected, fine. If he knows his place really well and, and he's just a super grounded dude and he goes, look, I'm, I'm happy to be here. When you need me, call me. I'm a backup. Hand me a few million and tell me to show up at practice and give me a, a, a case of Bud Light. I'll be fine. Then maybe you don't take offense to it. But if he actually wants the chance to run an organization, Maybe he wants to go somewhere else where they might not view him as just like the 2 a.m. phone call when they don't have a better option, you know, and they go, hey, Heineke, yep. you up? Like maybe he wants to actually, I don't know, go out to a nice dinner with somebody at some point. Well, he's, you know, that kind of a player, and, and even his fans, talking about Heineke's fans, would acknowledge this. He's the kind of guy that drives scouts nuts, right? If you're a scout and you're sitting there watching someone play football, you go, who's the guy that's six foot four who can make every throw that, you know, looks like he's chiseled from a statue. 
What that guy? That's Carson Wentz. A scout will miss him every time. A talent evaluator is going to miss Taylor Heineke each and every time. And I think a lot of his fans would say, that's the point, right? You can't measure what he has. But if, if Ron Rivera's got his talent evaluator hat on, I think it probably drives him crazy that their results are better with Taylor Heineke. That's my guess as to all this, right? The, the you know, if you were going to go out and get someone that's that's middling for seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen times the money, whatever it is, you know, you got to be really, really, really sure he is so much head, you know, head and shoulders better than the dude that you had in your building for a million bucks. You just have to be. You have to be dead right about that. And it, of course, didn't really turn out that way, right? So, like from Heineke's perspective, I, I do wonder about that, about like the level of disrespect. It's like, what do I have to do? What do I have to do to 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 get some kind of, I don't know. Not, not be an afterthought, as you said, that's a great analogy, not be the 2 a.m. phone call. You know, what do I have to do to be the steady? And, and I kind of don't want to, I don't want to deal with this anymore. My answer, if I was Rivera, would say play better, right? Because if he played right. like a starter, you'd just start him all the time. Or you'd go into a season saying he could do it. And that wasn't the case in the second half of last year, and it wasn't the case regularly this year. But Heineke could just as easily say, I'm better than what you've had, though. Yeah, you know, you spent so and that's much. That's kind of my point. Twenty-eight right. million and two threes on Wentz, and I'm every bit as good as Wentz. I was better for you than him this year, and, and I think both can be right. Like, yeah, this is not what you should be striving for if you're Rivera as a starting quarterback. You've got to do better. You've got to keep trying. You've got to keep swinging that axe and hoping a tree falls down. You know what I mean? You you got to keep uh, playing. You, you got to keep shooting. But if you're Heineke, you're going okay. Fitzpatrick wasn't better for you, and Kyle Allen wasn't better for you, and now you're 0 for 3 because Wentz wasn't better for you, and now you're choosing Howell over me if he views it that way, and we'll see if he's better for you. But I would definitely understand if there is a frustration from him as it pertains to the future or coming back here um, because it's going to take a good raise to keep him around. Someone inevitably is going to, to pay him as a, a very solid backup I wonder if someone would give him a chance just as a stopgap, like that one of these teams that drafts one of these quarterbacks in the first round, if they would bring him mm-hmm. in as this year's Mitch Trubisky. I don't see why they wouldn't, but if you're Heineke, I, I think that's the perfect spot for him. But then you're just like signing that, right? up to be benched in like week four. I mean, is that what you want? I guess yeah, it's, it's better to, than what, you're, yes, what you've had. is my answer. Yeah, it's it's better than saying I'll take backup money. Now, the backup, a, a, a bona fide backup makes a, a, a very decent wage by NFL standards, but it's not the half starter it's not the 1.5 that, that that you'd be um the role that you'd have like where you keep you know you're going in to keep the seat warm eventually for a kid you get paid a little bit better than your kind of you know standard ability the backup role so i would do that i would say yeah i mean because how many opportunities is he really going to have to start whose plan a is he going to be i think he knows that much right that as, as given the journey that he's taken to get here grant and danny on the fan uh do you have the the clip that I had asked, there you go. So let's play this real quick. This was Rivera today in his presser, and I'm just going to tell you that this thing's going to be big tomorrow, I bet, everywhere. And it's certainly going to be something we talk about a lot on the show. Listen to this clip. Before the season started, Ron, you said this year three was going to be a big year for this franchise, for this team, that you wanted to see growth, you wanted to see that next step. I'm sure you're in the process of the self-reflection, self-evaluation as the finality comes up here on Sunday. Do you feel like this team has met your expectations and taken those next steps that you wanted to see, as you mentioned, in the offseason going in? I'd like to believe we did. 
I think we did some really good things. I think there was a, there was a point where what we were six in the whole playoff hunt. Um, we got ourselves there. We played some pretty good football, and some things happened that we just couldn't sustain. You know, we went through a period with some injuries and lost some guys for the season that we didn't have available. Um, we've played several games that way. We didn't have the running backs from the very beginning. Uh, we finally got that together, and, and, and as things came together, we showed what we could do and then some unfortunate situations. So do I think we, we, we stepped forward? Yeah, I do. Do I think we, we show we have a pretty good core of young guys? Yes, I think so. And do we have enough young guys, our veteran guys around those young guys? I think we do. But I do think there's a couple of positions that we can shore up, that we need to shore up. Um, and again, it comes back to the one question that's looming over everybody, and that's the quarterback position. I was kind of hoping that you know we had found a solution, and who knows? We may not. We may have. We'll find out on Sunday how we feel about it coming out of it. Um, but do I feel good enough? Yeah, I do. I really do. I mean, we, we did some good things, you'd like to believe. Now, we had some opportunities we didn't capitalize, and that's on us. That's on me. But at the end of the day, I feel good about it. Beginning of that clip is is obviously where I'm focusing my attention, which is where Rivera says that they did take the third-year step that he had said that they needed to over the last couple of years and that he does feel good about the progress that they made because, as he put it, there was a point where we were sixth. And I believe he's saying in the 16-team NFC that they were sixth. And that's the evidence that they were a playoff team, that they were sixth, which had more to do with the conference, frankly than them, because they were never more than a, a game or two over... Were they ever even two games seven over 500? So seven they, and they, five. they topped out at seven and five. But the idea that that's the bar for the big third-year improvement. By the way, yeah, if on. they lose, they're going to have the same win total each of his first three years. It'll have been seven and nine, and then seven mm-hmm. of ten. And it won't be the same record in any one year, because there was a 17th game last year, and now there's a tie on the ledger this year. But it would be if they lose this weekend to Dallas, which they're supposed to, Seven and nine, seven and ten, and seven, nine and one. And and now we're talking about like he alluded to third year jumps for about a year and a half going into this season. We started to hear about this mm-hmm. as a timeline, as a realistic leap, right? And he referenced his time in Carolina over and over and over again. Go back, look at my third year, look at my third year. That third year jump was from seven and nine to twelve and four. Okay. And that's what the comp that he had used. Now, as soon as this year started, they no longer were doing that, and they said we're not. It's not playoffs or bust. But they were twelve and four in 2013, after going six and ten, seven and nine. So it was the same kind of thing as here, right? Right around seven wins for two years, and then they won twelve, and that was kind of what he had suggested as what he could be that, possible. Yeah. That's what you do in your third year, and now seven, nine and one because you were at one point in time sixth in a sixteen-team NFC. And you'll end up finishing maybe ninth, tenth, eleventh, whatever it's going to be in the NFC. Like, that's now the the third year you were you were saying was going to happen. Come on, yeah, we were in sixth place in November. Is the new bar? I, I mean, this I understand. You know what he's trying to do. He's trying to make it. He, he can't walk up there and be like, "Yeah, it's a bitter disappointment. We completely failed." And you know, there's no benchmark that this is acceptable. Thanks for your question, Scott. So I understand he's trying to spin it. It's what he does, but. Yeah, it's just there's no way that I I buy that, quite frankly. I mean, even if he wasn't saying year three, we'll say year three. You know what I mean? Like, you've had three years to make this whole thing over in your own image. Year one, you got rid of a bunch of people that you didn't want that probably could have helped you. 
You did that, you know, uh, something similar in year two. You made your splash headlines. You acquired your players, your Carson Wentz's, your William Jackson's. You paid, you know, this guy. You didn't pay that guy. You let Tim Settle go. You made all these different decisions. You built this the way you wanted it built, and it's the same as what you inherited. 2020, nice story. You overachieved with a group that was, you know, a, a two and 15 caliber team. You overachieved in year one. That was awesome. Seriously. The, with everything that happened with COVID, the leadership of uh, the, what he overcame personally, everything was going on with the organization. That was an, um, that was a great seven win coaching job if there is such a thing. These last two years ain't, especially this year. What's on the docket for Danny Ruye tonight? So you can see by my surroundings here, Jeeps, on our old Zoom call, we are at a little Airbnb in Sperryville, Virginia. We're going to walk about 100 yards out the front door of this little cottage to a place called the Three Blacksmiths, world-renowned restaurant, one seating per night at 7 p.m. I'm going to indulge in one of the most delicious meals of my life. I can't wait. Wow, that sounds incredible. That is the plan. That's on the Darnell docket. Very good. Can't wait for 2 o'clock tomorrow to run this back. Hopefully everybody enjoys their evening. Darius Ryan, great job as always. For Danny, who's ready to go eat a feast. I'm Grant saying so long. Much appreciate everybody listening. Overtime with Danny Noakes in just a moment. We can be eliminated. Thank you for coming. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 